We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 of the score. Always a glorious time to talk to Olin Krutz. And the end of the season, uh, very interesting, especially the way they lost yesterday, uh, the 10th straight loss to the Green Bay Packers, 17-9. Olin joins us now on the score hotline, which, of course, is powered by uh, it's powered by IBEW Local 9, Chicago's original powerhouse since 1892. Good morning, Olin. How are you? Good morning, guys. I think uh, the young kids, what do they call it now? The, the naughty is tonight. Is that the national championship? Something like that. <laughs> Washington State tonight, my alma mater. I'm excited about it. Hopefully they can pull off the win against Michigan. Do they give you sideline tickets for that, Olin? How does it work? <laughs> I, I think if you played in the 90s, they don't remember you much, to be honest. <laughs> it's the last time they won anything, right? That's like 91. 91, yeah. yes, national chance. Yeah, it'll be a great game. It'll be worth staying up for. Uh, do you think, mm-hmm. Mich- before we get to the Bears, uh, do you, can Washington beat Michigan in your mind? I think they can because of the quarterback. I think everybody agrees that Penix is, on, is playing at a very high level uh, the way he threw the ball. He has very good wide receivers. Their offensive line actually was a Joe Moore award winner, which is O-line of the year. So very good unit there. Uh, they're going to have to be good against Michigan's defense and their front. And everybody knows about the defensive coordinator and the schemes he employs. It confuses offenses. And then, obviously, guys, we all know what's got to happen, right? They got to be tough at the line of scrimmage against that run game against Michigan. Michigan's been the first team they saw all year probably that actually huddles up. And they're stubborn with the run, right? They're really stubborn with that run. And you're going to have to put on your big boy pads, strap your damn helmet up, helmet on, put your mouthpiece in, and get ready to stop the run. Uh, two, two, uh, the nose guard actually uh, at uh, University of Washington, Tuatele, is from my high school, St. Louis. And he's going to have to have a big game. He's going to have to play really, really hard and really tough in there to stop that Michigan run game. As you guys know, uh, out here in the Midwest, watching Michigan, watching out of Big Ten football, my two boys play at Illinois. I've got to see them. I got to watch them, and we all know what Washington is going to have to do tonight to pull off that win. Yeah, it's going to be a really good game. Uh, Washington has won. I think it's their last ten games by eight points or fewer. They they're mm-hmm. used to close games, and you know you could mm-hmm. argue that whatever Arizona State not a great team. I, I don't know. I just it just seems like they've had some tough wins against mediocre teams, but they've beaten everyone. I don't think you can argue with mm-hmm. how good they are and how good that quarterback is. No, they've beaten everybody. And like you said, they've gone through a lot of tough games. And even against Washington State, the first game against Oregon, a lot of those games came down to the wire and they found ways to win. Uh, and they're going to have to do that again tonight. And 
Uh, like I said, it's going to be the first team I think they've seen all year that's going to be this stubborn uh, with the run. We all know what Coach Harbaugh likes to do. He likes to run power uh, down your throat, and he's going to run some dual, and uh, they're going to bounce that running back to your cornerback, and they're going to have to make tackles. So uh, they know what they got to do. I don't think there's a lot of secrets in this game. Michigan's got to stop panics. Uh, Washington's got to stop the run, and whoever does that better. And, and I'm thinking Washington guys would say this a lot, but they're going to have to get a few takeaways tonight. Uh, get more points on the board. The higher score in the game for them, the better. All right, Ellen. So Lambeau Field, seventeen to nine, a familiar outcome, unfortunately, in this rivalry. Bears finished the season seven and ten. How much did the way yesterday went, as deflating as it was, how much did that kill some of the momentum? Maybe you felt about the progress that had been made in the previous month. Well, it's, it's for me, it, it, it killed some of it. Right, you're hoping to see. Uh, a lot of, of guys like Justin Fields, and you hope to see Coach Eberflus' defense play a little bit better, although they only gave up 17 points. It's kind of strange because for us that have been following the Bears, have been around here a long time, doing analyst work, uh, you know, I think they're 3-18 and 18 versus the Packers since 2011, and you just leave that game yesterday feeling horrible about what you saw. But Kevin Warren, wherever he is in the mo- this morning, uh, through his routine, and he, and, uh, he can give me the Shannon, and I can take care of the cars so and get to, to checking these, <laughs> what he's got to you know, uh, go through. Uh, it's just kind of they have to separate that, right? And how much do you put on Coach Eberflus for even last year, David, because, you know, you gutted the team last year, right? He took all the talent away. And I know they're saying they're improving, but there's no way you couldn't after trading all your best players and then adding good players to the team this year. So uh, from what we saw yesterday, I think my biggest disappointment was Besides Tyreek Stevenson, who also struggled at times uh, covering the best receivers with Jalen Johnson out, uh, although he did make that fumble and he made that big tackle at the end of the half to stop the guys for progress to keep the, the clock running. Besides those two plays, I can't point to you a guy who did anything good for himself yesterday, mm. right? You didn't want to see them lose or, or get that, that dominated in the trenches. I didn't want to see that, right? I didn't want to see their rookie D tackles not getting their pads low against the run. Didn't want to see Tevin Jenkins have maybe his worst game of the year when he walked out to be honorary captain. I want to see young guys playing on fire, playing tough, getting after guys. Uh, that's what you wanted to see. What did the Chicago Bears want to see? What did Ryan Poles want to see? Kevin Warren? I don't know. I don't know from their comments over the airwaves yesterday. I don't know how much they put into that game. Uh, probably not a lot. I know for myself personally, for, I, I, you know, I didn't like what I saw at all from the Chicago Bears yesterday on that football field. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm very curious about your take on changing quarterbacks, on changing offensive coordinator, changing uh, the head coach. Is any of that going to happen? Is a lot of that going to happen? What, uh, what was your takeaway after the season and, and where they're at and all the – you know, we heard from the, the the general manager sure sounded like he's uh, he's very pleased with the coach. Yeah, he, he did, right? He, he, the general manager w- was talking on, and he just talked about how he, he liked the direction they were going in and how Coach Iberflus kept them underwater and had it handled the sudden change, which is interesting to me, steady at the will. Uh, the sudden change, I'm imagining where the two coaches getting fired. So just kind of wondering what he was talking about there. And, you, and then we're all wondering what they're looking at and what they consider to put on certain guys' shoulders and what they think they saw out there, right? Because if you put yourself in Coach Getze or Justin Fields' agent's chair, you have an argument on your side, right? You can, you can walk in there and say, look, man, I mean, 
Uh, look, look at what you did with the offensive line. Of course, your secondary was playing well. Of course they were. You put all your assets in the secondary, and you skipped over the position everyone seems to be talking about right now. We all know in Chicago, we all get stuck on the offensive line at the end of the year. We yell about it all year, right? And then, and in the draft time, we want to draft somebody else. That's that's our mo around here. We got to fix the O line, fix the O line. Alex draft the cornerback, okay? So, uh, you know, my argument would be to them, well, well, you didn't take the two top centers in the draft were there for you to take. You didn't take them, right? You put the hundred million dollar DN on that side of the ball. You put all the linebackers on the other side of the ball. Uh, we could have got a scat back. You know, at the end of the year, where Cole Komet is bumped up and limping off the field after every play and, and fighting through it. You know, credit him for fighting through it and trying to play, but. At the end of the year, uh, now it's Tyler Scott. Now it's Trent Taylor. Uh, I actually, I got to go look again at who number 80 is, the wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. He was playing a lot out there yesterday, right? Khalil Herbert, uh, uh, Deontay Foreman doesn't get a jersey, don't have a scat back. You don't have a lot of weapons out there. So it's just kind of, I don't know how they're looking at things. I don't know how, they, they, how much they place on, say, the last year. How much do they place that losing on Coach Eberflus, or did they just gut the team, right? How much did they do place this on Justin Fields and, and Getsy, or did they just say, man, uh, we actually didn't give them a lot to work with there. So I don't really know uh, what they're looking at there. It seems like it's time for a new OC. It seems like it's time for a new quarterback, especially because uh, you have the number one pick in the draft. Uh, that's why you're considering doing that. It'll be interesting to see which direction they're going. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, and I heard you when I was driving up to Lambeau yesterday on the pregame show talk about Kevin Warren and the piece in the ChicagoBears.com. And I respect the fact that you don't really care much about what was written about him, but I do think mm-hmm. it, it shows what kind of personality we may be dealing with here. And you, throughout your career, Ted Phillips was in charge. And it was always a thing, Ted's not a football guy. Is he a football guy? Does he keep out of football business. When you look at Kevin Warren, knowing what we know about him, and we know a lot about him now, knowing what you know, what is the appropriate level of intervention you want from your team president? How much do you want Kevin Warren's fingerprints on whatever moves are to happen this week or this month? You, you want him in charge, right? And then you want him to put people in charge that he trusts and, and let them do their job. So if he keeps Ryan Pose, and we know how fond of Ryan Pose he is, 
then, then Ryan Poles is in charge of the football side, and, and Kevin Warren's got to be in charge of the side of, uh, look, th- what we're doing here in this building, the way we do things, the standard we keep as far as the football side goes, it doesn't work, right? So what, what do I have to change on that side to get us moving in the right direction? Or do I think I have the right people? I just have to set a new standard and a new culture. But I expect him uh, to be in charge of the building, David, on day-to-day operations, set a standard and keep it there and make sure guys are working at that level and everyone's moving in the same direction to, to number one, develop football players. So I think it gets lost. I think it's lost. We have all these titles there at Hallis Hall, right? You, you go through on their on their website, and I won't go through it here, but you can go through all these titles for all these people. And really all their title means is player development, right? Get the football team playing well. Get the football players playing well on the football field so they put a good product on the football field. Kevin Warren's got to make sure uh, the people at Hallis Hall understand that, get everybody moving in the right direction because – uh, the bottom line is you haven't done a lot of winning and you haven't won a playoff game. And I, I just think it simply has to keep coming back to that. What we've been doing hasn't been good enough. I'm here to change that. Uh, this is the way things are going to be done. And if they don't get done this way, then maybe it's time for you to move on. Yeah, I, you know, we were kind of discussing that, the amount of turnover, not just in the roster, maybe on the day-to-day operations, people working in that building. I would imagine a guy like Kevin Warren, who's been in the league a long time, who has been uh, the commissioner of the Big Ten. I imagine that he knows a lot of people, and he probably likes people and likes their their competence and would have positions in mind for them. So it just makes you wonder if there's going to be sort of um, moderate change, massive change, change for sure. Right? I mean, I think that's fairly obvious when you get a new boss in. Yeah, it is obvious when you get a new boss in. There will be change, right? There will be change. And like we're saying, uh, is it change in uh, who's doing certain, who's doing the jobs or change in the way that person is doing their job? Where we insist that you are going to do the job this way now. Uh, you know, it's just, it's going to be very interesting watching because like you talked about, uh, Ted Phillips and the McCaskey family were in charge for so long, right? And now there's somebody new in there. Is there someone new uh, making decisions? Is someone new to answer to? Uh, you know, I remember when I uh, got in big trouble for making comments about Lovey Smith and, and the fact that Lovey Smith should keep his job and the problem isn't Lovey Smith. I think I made those comments in 2009. I got called into Ted Phillips' office, right? And I had to talk to Ted about the comments I had made and sit there face-to-face with the team president, and he asked me why I said those things. I only bring up that story because now it's not Ted Phillips who you go see. Now it's Kevin Warren when you're in those situations. you got to go see him. If you do something in that building, you're headed to uh, uh, Kevin Warren's office, uh, no matter you be a player or you be someone who works there. So things have changed at Hallis Hall, and, and they're trying to get it moving in the right direction. And a change has come because they haven't won a lot on the football side or they haven't won a playoff game for a long time. So that's why there's change in that building and now they're trying to get themselves moving in the right direction there because guys you all see it when you go up there Hallis hall is this huge building now right so things are going good on the business side right they got a spa up there you walk in now i think they flew in tile from italy right it's a beautiful up there i mean they got waterfalls coming down all over the place they got new weight rooms uh things are amazing up there at Hallis hall so we will see uh which direction they get this football going in the right direction. They've entrusted it to Kevin Warren. And if they keep Ryan Poles and Coach Eberflus, they're entrusting it to those guys to 
to get this team moving in the right direction. Olin, how much did the Bears miss Lucas Patrick yesterday? And kind of a second part to that question, how well coached was this offensive line by Chris Morgan? Um, it's a good question, right? And, and you got to go all the way back to the fact that uh, they missed the fact that they missed the plan at center, right? They missed their plan was Cody White here. That didn't work. So you're actually at your second string center, uh, Lucas Patrick, who uh, filled in. And, and the, the thing about we talked about on the pregame show yesterday, the center's like an air traffic control cop, right? You're, you're making all your calls. You're arranging protections. You're recognizing blitzes. Now I could see even a little more yesterday. Justin Fields really involved in more pressure on Justin Fields to do those things, get things arranged up there. Uh, or, or can we run this play? Can we not run this play? The check with means are there. Uh, you got a new center in there, a new snap count, silent count. So in short, it affected them, right? You could see those, those games inside the TTs, the stunts. It doesn't mean they can't pick it up. It just means, look, we haven't worked together doing this very much. Uh, I'm talking about uh, uh, Tevin Jenkins, Dan Feeney, and now all of a sudden, guys, Cody White here. I mean, that, that right-handed stance in a live game. I don't know the last time he was in a right-handed stance in a live game. Mm. And if you think that's easy, that's crazy. It's not easy. It's not easy to just go flip stance and get in there. So they had a lot going on in there yesterday against a defensive line that we know, Kenny Clark, very good. Devontae Wyatt, uh, number one pick. Preston Smith, right? Rashawn Gary, a good front on the road versus silent count. Uh, they, they were overwhelmed at some points there uh, in the game. Justin Fields is under duress a lot. So that, that, to answer your question very shortly, yes, uh, uh, Dan Feeney uh, did not, uh, uh, you know, they did miss Lucas Patrick. And as far as Coach Morgan goes, uh, you know, going into the week, you know, you get someone walks in your office and says, look, man, uh, your, your second string center is out. We've got to go to a guy we signed for the Miami Dolphins to your third string center. And by the way, uh, we're not going to shoot up Jatari Carter, so we're going to put Cody White here in there, right guard, if Nate Davis goes down. Didn't like the plan going into the game, guys. Yeah, that that is uh, that was peculiar. We talked about that a little bit with Terry Carter. Mm -hmm. I thought he played okay earlier in the year. I don't understand how he fell out of favor, or if he fell out of favor. I just don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how to read the Bears, Olin. You know, I was mm -hmm. thinking about it as uh, as I was uh, heading in this morning. They do a great job of selling losing. Okay, let me put it that way. And I, I, <laughs> uh, and listen, I'm just trying to stay out of the post game press conference, post year press conference. Okay, <laughs> but they do, they 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 do this trick where you're like, oh yeah, well, hey, but they doubled their win total. I, I mean, I don't know what's good enough. I don't know. I was hoping that the standard would be raised by Kevin Warren. And now they haven't even had the post-news conference for what they're going to do, and I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a great point by you that, that they have, and that's a question that, that we've asked a lot, right? It's like you've, you've doubled your win total, but you gutted the team last year, right? So, look, we are better than last year. Well, sure you are. You got rid of all your best players last year, right? So I, I don't know how much credit to give you for actually being better than last year, for, for getting the right direction. We all know – you know, uh, uh, you know, the wins against, the, you know, Trey Lance, Davis Mills, Bailey Zappi, Sam Howell, Bryce Young, Dobbs, and then you had your win against Dolph, right? And Kyler Murray and Taylor Heineke. That's your wins. That's the quarterbacks that you have beaten uh, uh, so far. And golf, golf's a good win. The Lions you would point to as the win that they've had over the last two years. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting, right? And, and, and that's why we keep talking about interesting new times because we know, uh, we, we all remember what Ted said that baffled us, right? What Ted Phillips, Ted Phillips said, 
uh, you know, we don't have the quarterback. We don't have the wins. But, man, everything else here is going good, right? So, uh, if you just cover the football side of their team like I do, uh, I don't even know what that means, right? And you, like, you're said, like you just said, Molly, they sell losing, uh, you know, and, and they make you feel – try to make you feel good about the direction they're headed in while they're 7-10 and 10 and they have the first pick. And, 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 you know, I don't – we talked about yesterday in the postgame show – I don't know how to feel about cheering for that high picks every year, right? It's kind of, it's weird. It's like, it's like, Hey man, um, we're, we're so good in the off season. You should see us, right? I, I just want to see this. I want to, uh, we want to get to a point of uh, we're, we're happy about in season, man, that we, we get, we get to these year, uh, uh, this last week uh, football game. We're just talking about the game. We're talking about the players and the plays made and the decisions made on the field. Uh, every time we talk about the Chicago bears, we're going to talk about the building, the infrastructure, the standard, who they're going to keep, who they're not going to keep. Uh, cheering for Just really, guys, cheering for Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles to get this thing right. But isn't that Italian tile really nice, Owen? Yes, it is, man. I, mean, I wish I was in that. They got that. Now they got a 50-yard field. They got a 100-foot screen in there. They got things, man, you wouldn't believe in Hallis Hall nowadays. <laughs> things Owen. are going well on the business side, David. Things are going well. Thank you, Olin. It's Thanks, been Olin. a delight. A lot of fun. Thank you, guys. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.